0: Fight, 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 monkey sword, fight, fight, fight. monkey sword, fight, 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 monkey sword, monkey sword, monkey sword. Monkey sword. fight, fight, fight. Sword. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword
1: Fight with me, your host Jordan Patrick, and Me Mikey Dots. Me Mikey Dots again for the, he's back for
0: Saturday's episode. Yeah, so is though, so...
1: That's all right. I could hit you
0: with one if you want. Shall we introduce who well, we've got, got first? First of all, we've got Andy Mac on the ones and twos, as per usual. What's happening? We've got a special guest, so it's Chuff.
2: Hiya!
0: And we're once again joined by a very special guest, Mitch Hunter of Grooveman and Craigie Nose. How are you, mate? I'm good, I'm good. Stuff glad, glad to have, have you back. One. Aye, so what we'll do is, like you said, we'll get through the usual carry-on, and we'll do the formalities, and then we'll start speaking to our guests. So, Andy Mack, we your word with Mac. Words with Macapella, yeah. Well, we're waiting on... Uh, words with dots uh, to come in so we'll pop that in as soon as possible. I absolutely love when Mike's been away the wee words with dots and then Andy's thrown in a wee and then
2: Mike's <laughs> been super and then he
0: goes I think it's here to stay that's
1: fucking brilliant like honestly <laughs> right you ready for this <laughs> one go for it Megan get ready to roll your eyes ok
2: brilliant
1: because <laughs> I picked a really bad one for <laughs> you. Yes. you guys are going to love this right words with Mac that. if you were able to believe in Santa Claus for like 8 years you can believe in yourself for like 5 minutes <laughs> Fuck <off. laughs> that's fucking brilliant. Jesus. Yeah, that's really bad. So what we'll do is we'll insert words with dots here. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> While planning
2: may define a structure, it may also prevent the idea from finding its own form. There's a little rain in the background just for effect too. Love you.
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what it is yet, so we can't kind of respond to it, but I'm sure it'll be
0: good. Fucking right. Well done, Mike. <laughs> Fantastic, mum. <laughs> Another story. <laughs> uh, once again, you can find us on our email addresses monkey monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com, <laughs> Facebook monkey swordfight. We can get a, look at a few raw and suggestions, which we'll get to later on. We'll do a little bit of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have got some feedback. I had people shouting at me when we had drinks in the house on Sunday for a walk at the World Cup final. It was basically chuffing Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Oh, well, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Cool. That's that right away the way for the week. <laughs> um, basically saying they would like us to do an episode without any sports. That would
2: be amazing.
0: Yep, no problem. so we can fit that one in. World Cup's over and there's in a couple of weeks till the, the the football starts again, so maybe Saturday's episode we'll do without any sports. I'd
2: like
0: that. It's going to be hard. I can't worry. <laughs> but
2: we'll just edit yeah.
0: it. Like, for we talk about sports, we we'll just get one of us going... We're like talking about sports tonight, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. just a wee bit. Right, cool. <laughs> um, uh, you know how your yourself? And you had any feedback this
1: week? Uh, not to me directly, but uh, a lot of broad noise and that coming in, and the Twitter's now over three hundred <coughs> followers.
0: Oh, and the
1: Podbean numbers have gone a wee bit mental in that as well. So where before it was taken. I don't know, it took nearly three months to get the first thousand downloads on Podbean. Should probably go through that in at least half the time,
0: this time. So, So you, 160 episodes a week getting downloaded, it's awesome. Very fucking much to every single one of you who has listened. And let's take this little thing that me and my pal recorded a year ago for 20 minutes to having a couple of thousand people listening. Mm -hmm. So, eh, pretty fucking dos. We had our pal, uh, Mark Grinley, got in touch to say he started listening after his beard got an (laughs) honourable mention last week. Yep. It's a powerful fucking beard, though. Yep. We always give folk
1: shout-outs. Everybody that sends stuff in for us to read or gets in contact, whatever, we always give them a
0: shout-out, so keep sending us stuff, keep messaging us, it's good. Um, So... We're joined once again by Mitch Hunter of the Groovement Craig and Ansham. How are you, bud? I'm good, I'm good. We're here with some very exciting news and development in the, the local Perth night
3: scene. Yep. So, do tell, man. Go ahead. Um, so, after five years, we've moved out of the ice factory. Mm-hmm. So, the last event was our fifth birthday, which was a nice way to say bye to the club. And we're now moving to the building that used to house City and Harry's, so everyone's favourite beer gardens coming back yes yeah about so the only beer garden in Perth that actually gets any sun, sun. I know because you can sit in the Tams but
0: it just Aye. it's not the in terms same of piss and
2: disappointment yeah. now.
0: Um, it's
1: a big space as well outside city Yeah, and you guys have actually played there way back yeah, in the day I as know, well oh we were, yeah,
3: yeah Graham used to get us in when we were like 16 to DJ because we are probably cheap because we are cheaper than everyone else like, this is amazing we're in a nightclub and we're only fifteen, sixteen. but yeah it'll be good because it means there's I think they're planning to get the big screen up again so oh
2: brilliant
3: like yeah so well it's
2: wasn't he open for this World Cup I know well, well, he, he, was, he
3: was trying to get it all set up and all the paperwork through but he just didn't have he just wasn't able to get it done in time so I think hopefully it'll be open the The pub and the beer garden should be open in the next couple of weeks nice and then the nightclub will probably follow a couple of weeks after as well so okay. there is a lot of work that's needing done but it'll be it's a lot easier for people to go and visit because it's not the ice factory it's not like ah, you've, got not, a, you've, you've not got to walk across the inch which I think put a lot of people off. Um, I think there's still some people walking about the inch that haven't managed to escape <laughs> after nights out in the A couple um, of dodgy walks by that. We'll, we'll get into that. But
0: so, how did the the fifth party go down? we were on last. It was thing. really so good. Yeah, uh, he was
3: amazing. Um, it was um, a nice way to end because we'd been wanting to get him for years, mm-hmm. and he's kind of. Um, infamous and that he can be quite difficult to book Mm -hmm. Um, but we picked him up and I had to actually sit in the air he's uh, from London so it was while the England-Sweden game was on so I had to sit in the airport with him and have a couple of pints as soon as he landed to try and and not shout when England scored so um, yeah he kind of kept himself quiet during the game but yeah he was really really good stayed for a couple of hours after the club as well and just hung out with us but you tend to find that all these people are as much as you put them on a the pedestal and think that they're mm. not they're not celebrities but they're really well known in the circles that we run in and mm. they're just down to earth people which oh. is good and he was a banging DJ as well which is the reason My I Andy, yes. yeah it was a decent night yeah it was really really good so like I said it's just the perfect way to end five years as a nice way to round it off at the ice factory so it'll be a shame to leave but I think it's kind of run its course everyone mm. I, I think Perth needs someone a bit more new and exciting and with the restrictions that Mike and Chloe had put on them at the nightclub, I think them getting free reign of city will just be a breath of fresh air in the mm-hmm. city centre, which is what is needed. Definitely, we were talking about this last one where was just you had the
0: ice factory on a loft, yeah, that's on it. a venue. And nine times out of ten, you would go to the loft because you didn't want to walk to the yeah. ice factory unless there was something on. So the fact now there's going to be a bit of competition for the nightlife in Perth. Sorry, I just had a message from Rachel saying. Remember and discuss a, sport, a sports-free episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was just going to say hi after we just said hi. I <laughs> like but yeah. no, know, personally the person crying out for me, you touched on this the last time, like, I remember say that was primarily where I went before my wee boy was born, that's when I
3: used to go for an yep. I fucking had a great time in that place. It's a great space because you've got, it's, it's kind of similar to the ice factory in that they've got the more commercialised stuff upstairs and then... Now, what was formerly known as the Mez Bar would be the kind of room that we're dealing with. But mm-hmm. it's, it means that you can go there during the day, have drinks and stuff, and then if you want to keep partying, you can go upstairs. Mm-hmm. If some of you are into dance music, fair enough, stay in the Mez Bar. But if some of you aren't into that sort of stuff, you just go, you right go up, upstairs. So it, means it's, it kind of covers all aspects of clubbing hopefully which is what they're aiming for well, that's what Perse, another person was because like you said Ice Factory used to have all the different stuff on all the levels yeah. like, I think look, they even used to do like hip hop down oh, down oh the, yeah, part, yeah, the Yeah, the right, bit of it. yeah. Oh, okay. that was my favourite room as well oh, yeah.
2: plus the inexplicable Gold camel was always amazing <laughs> I like,
3: absolutely wasted. Yeah, I think the, that room was just so well well set up But I used to loving about with the Ice Factory it was like a fucking maze so if you're yeah. absolutely
0: wankers you'd be like where the fuck yeah. where am I mm-hmm. Oh, that's
3: crazy. what clubbing should be you should just
0: forget about everything else while you're yeah, in just there just go wandering yeah because right. so like, you get even clubs in Dundee and that like like it's not the best place in the world. what was it what was it I can't remember what it's called now but Fat Sam. Sam's I've been yeah I've lost in there a oh so I you know. just like, what's doing here I fucking love this tune you'll find yourself on an 80s floor for 45 minutes I
1: used to go to parties and that when I used to live down south down places like Slough it would be warehouses and like the the walls would be knocked in so it'd be just a big circle and you would go literally from room to room it'd be mm. drum and bass here then you got like garage two step in this room then mm. there's dance in this room hip hop over here just totally wild you know. But I mean, for you guys, what an opportunity! You've mm-hmm. cut your teeth for five years down at the ice factory. You've learned a lot of stuff, yeah. And now you've got the opportunity to go and literally rebuild a brand, a venue, you know, right in the centre of Perth. Yeah, and go out and
0: just right when the buzz is good as well. you've got—you've built your own buzz for five mm-hmm. years. So now that folks see that your name's to something, Gentlemen,
3: yeah. It's, it's perfect in the sense that we're start the the. Actual club itself is just a shell at the moment, so mm. it's our chance to properly put our stamp on it? We're so just getting some design input on the maison. I hope so. I keep bugging him. He <laughs> <laughs> must be getting sick of me, just being like, "Oh, let's do this, let's do that." But I think he appreciates it because it obviously shows that we care. So ah, we're work, wanting work to, work yeah that that middle room's going to be hopefully completely to our preference in terms of light and sound. He's really good Mike Jordan's really, really good with sound anyway. Um, so he'll he'll look after all that. But in terms of having it dark, smoky and mm-hmm. kind of Honestly, fire, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what we're going for Because that top room's quite cavernous, so it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be a nice change to Come from upstairs into the bottom room. That's yeah. going to be kind of s- small and smoky. The, the upstairs are really funny shape for a nightclub. Yeah.
0: I remember right, it was like a weird sort of like bottleneck dance floor, and then yeah. there was the.
3: It's a like, fucking balcony Yeah, it's yeah It's about 20
2: feet above it Yeah there's, But was there there's, not another balcony On the opposite yeah.
3: side Yeah, there DJ is sat yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind, yeah. The, behind the DJ booth There's another <coughs> You can turn that into Another dance floor But it's, it's so There was a that. stage as well Like a wee mini stage That's oh right, Oh my yeah. god I've seen
2: so many junk people fall off
0: that Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many times then Did you lose your mates And just do fucking Laps around it Yeah Or you just go up the balcony Just up in the balcony Matt I was saying I was talking the other day Because I was saying My mates is over there like I'd perfected the art of carrying six cherry VKs. Like, it was like that. Like, okay. one, two. Here, when you go in there and they're selling six for six quid, going That's right, yeah. You used to come out there with diabetes. <laughs> Did you go last night? I never slept. <laughs> oh, you on the sweaters. Nah, man. American VKs,
2: <laughs> oh, Those are the
3: oh. days. So, so,
2: what's, what's the. Sorry? I was going to ask what the design's going to be like because I wasn't a What's the, the
3: layout going to be like? I'm I'm not, rest of the club? I'm not 100% sure in terms of the top room. I think it'll probably. Because the way that the actual building is, I don't think it'll be very. I think it'd be pretty difficult to change the way that's set out. Uh-huh. So yeah. I think there'll still be. There's two bars at either end. Uh, there's a bar at either end. Mm-hmm. And then the dance floor will be in the middle. And then opposite the DJ booth and up will be the. That was a VIP. The VIP He's going to use that again, I think, mm. which is quite a good space. Yeah. And you could hopefully, as well, people use it as I mean, the downstairs bit's got loads of room as well. So you hopefully use it as like a function room if folk mm. want to book out for parties. I know they're getting pool tables and puggies and stuff. Oh, that's
2: then, brilliant. So it's still going
3: to be like a sports bar then, or kind of, yeah. I think he's just going to keep it really basic because I think all people in Perth want is a nice. Setting just to go and drink at, which Aye, is what yeah. you don't need. To, I don't think you really need to do too much no. to the building. Like, I think people have fallen short in Perth of trying to overcomplicate things before. Whereas, if you just keep it simple, if you've got good beer, plenty of choice, and then it's reasonably priced, and mm. he's got the best location in Perth, and you can't really go wrong.
2: Because I think the best venue right now, just in general, like, the, I think the best like new open place is probably the venue not that it's new open mm-hmm. but like he seems to have just set on an idea and yeah, just with yeah, it and it's just outperforming all the time but it'd be good to see a bit of competition it'd be good to it? constantly end up in the loft or me complaining about going to the venue because that one time they played 80s music and i got angry
0: <sighs>
3: <laughs> see this so what about the, the harry's bit is that still or are they going That's to gonna be? be a bar and restaurant i think oh you know? nice so, yeah Okay. I'm not sure exactly what style of food or anything that they're going to be doing, but Perth's going to be absolutely buzzing for this. Like. I know, right. the good thing is, as well, they've got Brew Dog opening as well. Oh, yeah, so, of course.
2: Is that yeah, on George Street? Yeah, yeah, where
3: Cafe Canto was, I think, just on the corner. Oh, nice. That would be
2: brilliant.
3: So, I, I think can't wait to spend £7.50 for a pint. Well, that's what yeah. I, I'm not massive <laughs> on craft beer, but. I like a craft beer, but yes. I just don't like the prices. Yeah. yeah. I like one or two. That's it though. I'm not, like I'm
1: not going there for any length yeah. of time. Yeah, you can't tank ten of them. Elvis juice, man. <laughs> that blue dog Elvis juice. Have you tried it? It's like a sort of dark, sort of stout, yellow, but it's mixed with like blackberries and stuff like that. You think it's minging, but honestly, it's and it gets you drunk from the legs up. <laughs> so you you'll Find your top half is, you know, You're sitting there and then you have To go for a piss And you're, you're, you're all over the place <laughs> oh, That'd be good man Like man. Getting some new venues And that opened up I think d-
3: that, d- that whole area Will be good as well Because you've got from The bottom of Mill Street Coming up Where they've done all the That street looks oh. Fucking amazing yeah, yeah, I was I
0: got dropped off there The other day And I couldn't believe How fucking good it looks So see if like In the summer They could get some Sort of like Pop up things in there As well man Just to get people, because they like, say the only problem with it is because it's at the back of the high street it's never fucking busy do you no, know what I mean? like, no. this, if they can get some stuff on there and actually get a bit of buzz and a bit of atmosphere like, fucking, that's where they should put the market rather than in the middle of the high street yeah you have got this beautiful street that leads, like you say, up to where the bar and grill's going to be so the reason
2: they won't ever do that though is because it's got traffic down there the reason they always shove it on the high street is because you're not going to mess with cars <laughs> fucking Perth Council
0: mm. I think, so is there plans? or so is it usually some resident? that be every weekend I, hope so. yeah. I
3: think I think we're going to try and put on slightly more parties than we were before mm-hmm. just because it's a city centre location so you'll probably get slightly more footfall the room that we're in is going to be better suited to us because it's slightly smaller mm-hmm. and it's got lower lower ceilings it's just that type of music that we play it fits perfectly mm. so I think it'll probably entice a couple of more people into that style of Mm-hmm. dance music that probably wouldn't have went otherwise because as much as the Ice Factory is kind of famed and it's got a good reputation there's a lot of people that get put off by it because they think oh people just go there to take drugs and for, like get off their face but it's not the case at all ah. um, and hopefully this new place will kind of open those people's eyes to it as well you've a more mainstream audience and idea yeah. of what these are doing especially if yeah. they're They've got the option of going up and down as well. Exactly, yeah. So they can dip in and out if it gets mm. a bit too intense for them, which no doubt it probably will sometimes. But it's too much. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, been doing it legs, I remember you said it's quite difficult to try and find the tunes and that that you're listening to. So I've been fucking on a mission to try and search through. I was going through SoundCloud. I was in a Cold Rush a couple of weeks ago with my pal and I was looking at all the records like we have got the electronic bit at the back and I was just like fuck, I don't know any of the sounds, <laughs> because I'm I mean, going to have to just bite the boat and buy some fucking records, so Once I get, next thing i get my paycheck, Ben's just going to come in and I'll have a, radio, a
3: re- uh, record player, or something? But, yeah.
2: <laughs> that a great be time to ah. as well.
3: That's the thing, that generally with that style of music, a lot of the amazing stuff's made by some 55-year-old guy in Norway who just makes it in his bedroom. <coughs> it can just be ah. so random, whereas these people get, a lot of these, that style of music, these people don't, they're not obsessed about making it big. They just really love that music. Mm-hmm. So they'll spend 20, 30 years buying hardware, keyboards, all this sort of stuff and just making amazing music but never really ha- feeling the need to put it out there, mm-hmm. which is, we've we've released a couple of records from people that just run YouTube channels. On The most recent one we've done, it was just a guy who does a YouTube channel And he shows people how to use synthesizers Mm -hmm. And he had never put anything out So Max was just like Let's let's make an EP And the reception from it has been amazing So Mm -hmm. with this sort of stuff you just got to keep I must listen to about Three or four hours a day Of like One kind of sound that I like Mm -hmm. And I've done that for the past Three or four years And you always find stuff Every single day that you like So Mm -hmm. that's the exciting part about it There's literally infinity Amount of music out Mm -hmm. there and Is that just SoundCloud going deep or just like, like SoundCloud YouTube? YouTube's really good mm. Especially now they've got If you listen to one track Then it Automatically plays the next one yeah. It's just people who Make playlists Or they're into the same sort of stuff So it'll just Lead on like I've sat for just like Three or four hours Five hours at a time Just clicking next and ah. You find some shit on there Obviously It's like a lot I
1: cool. dig. I dig for breaks that way now as well on the mm. side. I've got a couple of YouTube channels that I go to. These guys are crate diggers, and they're just posting up fucking rare records all day. Yeah. And you just sit and go through, and you're like, "Oh, nice drum break right there. Uh-huh. I'll take that. I'll take that. I could use that. Flip that. Do whatever. You know, like you say, sometimes uh-huh. you, you can spend hours going through
3: some shit. Yeah, you, you never find anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then some days you come on, it's just whatever you click on is just fucking gold, man. Um, I'm big on YouTube digging in that and mm. discovery as well. That's what I use. So, <laughs>
3: do, you, do you guys make your engines or like? Uh, I'm not very good. And there's quite a there's a perfect picture that sums it up. And there's the generally the computer program that people use is called Ableton. Mm. And um, there's a photo that struck a chord with me. It was um, a picture of a Neanderthal holding a rock, <laughs> and that's basically what it's like trying to use Ableton for maybe. For me, it's been about 18 months now of just... You should try through your lips. Pra- <laughs> Practising, yeah, I know. that's. Try for so, um, Max is really good. So, I tend to... i mutter something, and he'll... Because we're so close, he knows what I mean. And mm. he can he can make, make that sound on mm. button. And we've put out one... We did a record called... We did it under an alias called The Craigie Cartel. And put that out. It's called Half-Life. And that... There's... Um, We thought it was okay and we decided just to put it out. And then it was like some Radio 1 DJ tweeted about it saying, This is fucking amazing. So I was like, I didn't actually think it was that great, but (laughs) it must must be okay. Well, you see,
0: remember, Andy tweeted something out earlier on, and it was like uh, like a lot of people who listen to their own stuff or who write Mm -hmm. music or who make stuff don't listen to it back. Yeah. Because as much as folk will enjoy it, all you hear is how you could have done better. So I suppose like and that's the problem. lot and
3: as soon as you start believing your own hype, that's when you stop trying as hard. That's it. If we've put out quite a lot of mixes, so it's like maybe an hour or two hours of us just DJing, and we've put them out on some podcasts or like some mix series this year. Mm-hmm. And I tend to never listen to them back because I just end up picking them apart or getting pissed off that I should have mixed it in at a certain point or I could have beat matched it better or but. Yeah, I think everyone's they're always their own worst critic. I've well,
0: I've never really done anything apart from played bass in a band, and nobody ever fucking listens to the bassist anyway. But it was when I had done the the stand up thing. I've been thinking, I've been watching that video back I could change that I around.
3: Mean, I can make that different. That's and what's good about it, though. You mm-hmm. can the stuff with stand up, especially. It's just practice. The more you you've seen, like you've got yeah. to eat, eat shit about a thousand <laughs> times doing right. stand up before you'll actually get some flow. Uh,
1: You've got to watch though, because it's a double-edged sword. You've got to watch that you don't end up being one of these people that overdo. Well, it's never, it's never right, and you're always fiddling and tweaking, and mm-hmm. by you tweak so much that you actually lose the magic of what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's about being able to be objective and stand back, and it's being like, this is what well, the best thing can do. But you go back to stuff two years later and go. I never mixed that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <It's better to, laughs> you know what I mean. But but that's because you're always learning, you're
0: always developing. And ah. um, same for like talking about making beats. You know, or, you can So you know I mean, so if he's got more people, or if you've got like a list of potential people lined up that you want to
3: guest at a new place. Um, yeah, we've got a really, really amazing DJ booked for Halloween that we've not allowed to release just yet because we're not paid him. But um, he's he'll play this guy's from London. He's actually really good friends with Radioactive Man, who we just booked, and he plays techno, but he scratches as well. Mm. So yeah, had, I've seen him once before and. People dance differently when he's DJing. He's just got this knack of making people that would normally stand at the bar or on the dance floor twerking. <laughs> so it's just that. Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. And Halloween's always the best night out of the year, anyway, because right. people always kind of go for it at Halloween. They get dressed up, and it's generally the best atmosphere, even more so than um, New Year, I would say, because. I think there's a lot of pressure for people to have a good time on New Year's Eve. I don't like New Year's Eve. Nah, neither do I. It's mean, yeah, like I you, mean, you must go out and
1: enjoy yourself at this exact moment. It's like maybe I don't feel like that today
3: though. Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Came what day in Halloween what's this Saturday? It's 27th. Yeah, it's the 27th. Be a so
1: yeah. You guys have had some wild parties before. I've seen some of your fancy dress outfits. <laughs> <over> <laughs> I, went as, uh,
3: I went as Paris Hilton. <laughs> oh, my God, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, I'll see, I'll, I'll see if I can get up for you. But it's, yeah, that was a tight I'm a perfect ten as well. I've had a velour velour tracksuit on. Oh, fun! Did you lose know Maradona one year? Yeah, well? when Mar- is it was rude Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom <laughs> makes a brilliant Rutila. Tom would make a cracking Bailey alley. Ever seen that? Really. Yeah, he would. Yeah. you should get get him and Kyle on. Yeah, we're working on that. Those guys we you know are just really
1: really sure. busy. Super busy. busy yeah, I um, need to see him this week though, so we'll catch him.
3: Yeah, Tom. Ta- the I think the last three have been. Maradona, Paris Hilton, and um, I was going to say Ainsley Harriet, it was Mr. Motivator. <laughs> was the same guy, really, isn't <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of. A black no, man's TV person. Who right? <laughs> <laughs> just. Ah, Ainsley
0: Harriet
3: terrifies me. <sighs> <laughs> I've, I've Me and my fiance have said if we win the lottery. Well, in fact, I said this, I'm going to get Ainsley Harriet to cook at the wedding. <laughs> I think he'd be worth it. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I think he just annoyed the fuck out of me, <laughs> man. Eh?
0: He looks like he's on the gear. Like, he does. Yeah, those eyes like, <laughs> he's burning pretty intense,
3: man. He's either on the gear or he's killing small children on the side. Well, that's it. I'm, I I I like him, but I'm too scared. I'm scared to like him too much because I fear that he might be next on Project U Tree. <laughs>
0: Tag, me too with the <laughs> <Yeah.
3: Yeah. laughs> Fucking hell. I've got a wee question for you, just about the Scottish label showcase. What's that all about, then? That is um, my friend Matt Laidler, who um, runs Hilltown Disco in mm-hmm. Dundee with a couple of other boys. Is that with Dode as well? Dod is pals with him. Yeah, yeah, he hel- he helps out. I think he's got a little bit to do <coughs> um, to do with it. Dod actually is one of the best DJs in Scotland. It's yeah, ridiculous, but yeah. he just doesn't get enough get enough credit um yeah so there's going to be craigie now's um hilltown disco and west end communications which is kyle kyle robertson he also founded grovement so he runs WEC, which they were based in glasgow but now they're back through um back through in perth but yeah we're all playing on i think it's sunday Sunday the 12th? 12th of August, yeah. Yeah, 12th of August at the Reading Rooms, which is the best, well, now the city's open, it's the second best smoking area in Scotland. <laughs> um, but I think they've got a guy doing, um, a guy in Dundee who makes really good like sh- uh, South American street food. He's doing Scran there, and then I think we're just doing an all-day party, which will be good. So it's, it's nice to, I think a lot of, the the good thing about dance music is it is quite, communal in the terms of that everyone like helps each other. Yeah. So no one would really well apart from that thing that happened with us a couple of weeks ago. But I must say, yeah you handled that like a fucking don't I was so so pissed off and then I was just like I'm not gonna even like I just thought if I don't reply then it just looks like we're just taking piss ah. from folk and then I was I just decided that I needed to say something because it wasn't it, was, it surprised me because the guy who put it up isn't generally like that, so mm-hmm. that's what I got a shock from. And then I got annoyed that they were slating our night, so then I thought, I'd, I need to put someone up. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your response, I thought, was, because
0: it would have been right really easy to go moaning you a bunch of dicks, mm-hmm. let's fucking... Remember. Yeah. But I, like, the way you handled it, I thought, was just professional and class. Do you know what I mean? Then, and then as well as that, obviously
3: it then instilled a, a very long... I felt apology in your uh, comments <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think you realised That it was a bit daft in the end And then um I think alcohol And perhaps some other stuff Had a lot to do with it at the time Apparently, but yeah it's all, all A bit of the old Colombian now. confidence huh? I think so, that was it <laughs> Are
2: you going to let the listeners know what happened Or is there going to be a bunch of people who are very confused right now I think we should just leave it vague
3: as Just to people off Yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> I told you what happened.
2: Yeah, I know what happens. I'm more thinking
3: about your. Go on, go if you want to find out. Go on my Facebook. My name's Mitch Hunter on Facebook. <laughs> if you want to, Actually, I shared it as well. So yeah, somewhere. Um, but yeah, so the 26th, or not the 26th, sorry, 12th. Like the 12th is the Scottish label showcase. And if you're free, you should come because it'll be a nice. I think we're gonna do. Tunes outside and inside the reading rooms as well Which, if you've not been the reading rooms It's <coughs> probably It's been the best club in Tayside For maybe the past 10-15 years Yeah, loads of folk in kind of do different nights at it Yeah, the, the guys who, who run it Are um, pretty open About what goes on in there So I, I mean, think as
1: long as you can basically Legit bring people in You yeah. can pretty much go ahead and put on a night As long as you don't take the piss Pretty much.
3: Arena, to it's good. It's a good mix Because it, it tends to be a lot of the foreign students at Dundee Uni will go there mm-hmm. And then they seem to have kept maybe About five or six guys and girls from the 90s Who have never stopped taking Ekkies And they, they seem to be there the whole time as well Which is, is quite a... can be a really weird mix But there's never there tends not to be any bother it's quite a good mixing pot of people in Mm -hmm. Dundee a lot of
1: students go there as well students are usually pretty easy going I've never Mm -hmm. known
3: there would be a lot of hassle in Dundee it's quite good watching the Mm -hmm. French students try to listen to a 45 year old Dundonian guy talk when he's pissed as well So yeah, bar chat's always interesting it's too powerful isn't it a 45 year old Dundonian guy (laughs) who's pissed I love Dundee
2: Dundies it's really weird going there though now because it's like posh, oh it's it looks, gentr- it looks, un- yeah. looks unbelievable. I was
0: good coming back to St Andrews the other night and just just driving through just that bit right at
3: the edge looks like a completely different place, man. It's amazing what a bit of investment will do. You know, yeah. The Perth Road and stuff. We went there yeah. and it was just so, it was just so much nicer walking along there and seeing all the wee independent shops and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Got a really awesome hamburger place
1: there. As well, oh, like do the, yeah, you can go and get the big like forty-eight ounce burgers and stuff like that, oh, like proper Jesus. man versus food shit. What's oh, it not called?
2: No tonic, no tonic's down the bottom. Is it,
1: it tonic? Is tonic yeah. Ah, yeah,
2: it's brilliant. For a while they did uh, you could get mental toppings, and they had a Ghostbusters one which was marshmallows. Um, but you could get different types of burgers at one point. So there was a Bambi burger, there was yeah, yeah. a Thumper burger, and all that sort of stuff. But it was really that would good. Piss
0: off Mike, do you reckon he, he thinks a decent burger needs nothing more than cheese? Well, we. Oh, I made the mistake. I did the very the the
1: biggest one you could do. But I made mine a chilli one and that was my biggest error because if I'd just got a plain cheeseburger I would have finished it. But it comes with like, an extra pound of chilli on it and then oh. when that all soaks into the bread, oh. bro,
3: I was <laughs> forcing myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was forcing myself by the end and I just, I couldn't finish it, man. Oh, I, mean, I finished bro. the burger, I just couldn't finish the
3: bun and some of the shit. It's just like... Oh, have you been to our rascals in St Andrew's? They do um, like man versus food challenges. Nice. We, we went there once and I... Um, I said to my friends, I was like, I'm going out for a fag, so can you get me a pool pork burger? Like, yeah, no bother. Went out, came back in, they were all laughing. I was like, what are you laughing at? And about three people had to carry my plate out. They'd ordered me a food challenge. Oh my <laughs> God. So it was like four half-pound burgers, two ladles of chilli, a baked potato, fries. I think there was coleslaw on there as well, like a giant milkshake. It was bigger than my head. So I was just like, well, I'm not paying for it. So it kind of backfired on them because only ate like less than a quarter of it, and they all had to pay like twenty quid each because it was like a forty-five pound challenge. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it is cool in there, but yeah, I think we we spoke about opening like a little burger place in Perth because there's not really anywhere that that does.
1: The only place I know of that does. Good burgers and brisket and all that kind of proper meats and that is that it, the smoke pit. It, the smoke pit Is it still that. Open? Yeah. open? Yeah. yeah. Because
0: yeah. ah, yeah. we we talked about this when Grant was on a few weeks ago. Mm. That there's nothing. Yeah, we, like, but a barbecue place or a wing joint. I mean? That just right. yeah. every
2: time I walk past that Arnold Clark's, that's all I see now. It's just like a like a barbecue or wings joint. That's it.
3: sterling oh, And know we went yeah. to this. Burger place in Berlin called Burgermeister. Oh my god, I've been there. It's amazing.
2: You, how good is it? Oh shit! How long did you have to wait? I was like an hour and a half. Oh no, it was we were. So worth we, it.
3: we went. Um, we went after we went to sleep after we played the club and just walked down and um, got a couple of beers. It was only like twenty minutes. Oh, that's not bad and then we both got really really fucking high and just went back about half an hour later for another one just it it ridiculously yeah. good so, i can't
2: so believe good. it it was a public toilet like thing but it just it's like it's amazing just underneath the train tracks
3: and it's so simple as well yeah but there's there's not really anywhere that I've, well there isn't anywhere in Perth apart from this smoke pit place that you can get all it is is just all, a burger cheese and you can get bacon on it, and there's a little bit of salad, but it's just so well done. You we know, just pause this episode and go and get a Five Guys or something.
2: <laughs> well, that's the one thing I want to open in Perth for the Five Guys. I'd be fucking massive, but it'd be worth it. I love a
0: Five Guys, man. Get one done, It's okay.
2: so the milkshakes as well, though. The peanut butter milkshake from there is ridiculously good. I
0: remember we went out, we went out in Glasgow, and then we went, we stayed back at my pal's, and there was it Head. Aye. And we had to get this bus. Through some parts of Glasgow that looked like Beirut, like it was fucking grim and nef, but it was all worth it because I got my first ever five Guys and I seen God.
2: It's so good. My favourite, we travelled, we went through Govan, and my favourite story about that is when I was learning to drive, my driving instructor was uh, telling me he knew a guy who was coming up from somewhere down south, and he was speaking to his estate agent, and they were like, Oh, yeah, we'll take you to the up and coming area of uh, Glasgow, (laughs) Govan. And he took a <laughs> round Govan to show him this like up and coming amazing new area and I was sitting there going Govan, mm-hmm. Govan
0: Brilliant, it looks like Chernobyl
2: It does, it yeah. was like really like, I don't know what guy got on and I, I had a Hufflepuff scarf on um, I just guy couldn't really see straight and just pointed at me really aggressively and just went Hufflepuff yeah, and that was
0: it Drake oh, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Ball like in <laughs> tattoos and his knuckles man, less brain cells than teeth and just that like, Hufflepuff, like <laughs> Please don't stab us for a scarf. <laughs> but, ah, uh, well, fucking that's, I'm excited. All these yeah. I'm gonna have to get a babysitter for Halloween, like, because that's it, it was DOS. I'll get him to here.
3: keep the, um, the play area in, and you can just. Stay there. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> <Yeah>, when <if laughs> he sees a nine year old playing like at that time, they'll just think they're tripping and nude their <laughs>
3: fucking air. Just, I'll just dress him up. Give him free <laughs> tokens to the pool table.
2: He'll have He'll
3: a great thing. time. Yeah. Let's get him on the puggy. When are we getting him on the
0: podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't sit still. <laughs> I've got him for a fortnight in a couple of weeks, I'll just bring him in with me. That'd be hilarious. He's a wee fucking weirdo. <laughs> <No. laughs> right, well, we get into our uh, what seems to be everyone's favourite feature these days, but I'm not. <laughs> magically get the theme music in there Yeah, I mean, Mitch, have yeah, you chimed in by a few of them, like you knew he was coming round I think
1: uh, well no, I, I was looking at them, there's a couple of them, I'm not sure if we've actually already done them right. but the first one is Mark Grinley, he said Crisp Sandwiches
3: I think oh, we already did that though. Touched didn't
0: on we? them and it was a resounding bro.
3: Yeah, you yeah. can't not like crisp sandwiches. Something wrong with you, you today? He, heaps of butter, press it down. Oh, I the prefer to sauce. use daily cheese. Oh, oh no. daily cheese, spreadable, and then oh, that's a really crisp sandwich. Can you get a, a bomb sound coming in when you say that?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I like it. Drop yeah, the I, mic,
3: <laughs> Philadelphia as well. Mm. Oh yeah.
0: Mm. Okay, we so that option porc- right.
2: surely for a crest sandwich, right, better Philadelphia. Yeah,
0: so okay. <laughs> Moving
1: swiftly on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> I think we covered that. The next one he said was
0: pie buddies, but I think again we talked about that when Andy and we, was on. We we doing over that pretty much anything on a roll is good. Yeah, there's nothing that you can't yeah. put on a roll that isn't improved. Because
1: then the next one, Mark, this is his third in a row. He put Lauren sausage, which again I think is another one we've, we've said again
0: it's <coughs> a Mark messaged us to say that he just I mean Mark works offshore. I'm sure he works for BP on the ships. So right. I think he's going to be binging them. Seems he's hungry. The <laughs> 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 I don't know because his next one was Jordan's dancing, which I've was, not seen. It's bra. I can't or I can't remember seeing.
2: I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It's bra.
1: Is it dan- dad dancing? No
2: No it's not No it's really not I
0: get but sexy <laughs> Yeah, so
2: really what it was right, uh,
0: when, I went, uh, when I was uh, When I was, was 17 Me and my pal Barry Went to Liverpool For his birthday So my uncle Is a homosexual man So we're sitting <laughs> in his, uh, his flat In a place called McGull outside Liverpool And me and Barry Were going to the football The next day We wanted to see Liverpool play And my uncle goes right We can either Go down the local For a couple of jars Or I'll take you into Liverpool and we'll go into some of the gay clubs. I mean by were like fucking right, let's go to Liverpool. <laughs> so the first place we went into was a place called the Lisbon, or as my uncle called it, the Lesbian. Right. And we were greeted with two bull bull-types eating the face off each other when we went in. So I was like, sound, let's go in. So we get in there, had a couple of drinks, and a big dance. Floor. My uncle like, "You getting up to dance?" I was like, "I do seventeen year old uncle goes after me, "You dance like such a straight guy." I'm like, "What the fuck are you on about?" He's that. "You've seen any hip movement in your hips." Loosen up. So, so ever since then, so your gay uncle taught you how to dance. You yeah, are fucking did And I'll say this now, come here. It worked well. Ladies love it.
2: Yeah, well,
0: I'm with you. So yeah, I know, I know that. See, it works. Did Jordan?
1: Proof. When you guys hooked up the first time, was Jordan dancing that night? Yeah. Well, that that explains it all <laughs> then, is not it? So if you want to learn to dance, don't go to ballet school. Just get a gay uncle. They'll show
0: yeah. you how. All I'm gonna say is to loosen up your hips. Don't. Don't just do the old, just stand in two-step Never <laughs> click your fingers. Never click your fingers. No, 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 no. It's on the hips. Do not be scared. If you think you're overdoing the hips, you're no. Snake hips is the way forward. Well, obviously, uh, Mitch and I have not seen you
1: dancing, so we can't comment, but I'm, I'm guessing... Bro. Yeah. Yeah, uh, bro. Yes. Okay, cool. Fuck aye. Um <laughs> TV talent contest. Now, we did do the bake offers one, didn't we? Which we got Ali cook quite angry. Oh yeah, He didn't know do it. So bake so
0: off his bra. No. <laughs> <laughs> bro. So oh. a bunch of folk cutting a book making cakes. Yeah, eh, well, fucking, <laughs> it's true though, man. It's true. Um, TV talent contests. So right. Just I um, in general. <clears throat> in general, see, it depends because X Factor can fuck right off. Right. But I used to really enjoy Britain's Got Talent because it be wasn't off. just singing; it was like, hell heaps of shit, and some of it was hilarious. Right but so singing contests no town contests bro
3: yeah I think I got I got fucked off with the X Factor because if you're generally uh, sorry genuinely into music then you don't go to the X Factor because mm-hmm. the only thing you'll get out of X Factor is maybe a Christmas hit and then you get packed to the sides and you get yeah. tarred with that brush as well. Never ever knock the Christmas hit. You could have one if you could have one hit song in your life, make sure
1: it's a fucking Christmas one oh, because every single, every year it'll get played again. And many, you get your royalty six months I, later in June. How, long? Summer <laughs> how many of
0: those uh, I what was it? Something that said that some, I read somewhere that Naughty Holder makes quart, three quarters of a million pounds every Christmas. Just off uh, the fucking uh, emails me yeah, yeah. Christmas. Probably But how? What are the what are the fucking the stats on talent show winners who they disappear for a year because they have to then go and record their album. And then by the time the album comes out, nobody
3: gives a fuck about them. Yeah. And then six months later, they get punted off the label. Yeah. And a year later, they turn up on Hello Magazine with a septum. Yeah. <laughs>
2: talent show people have actually made it the only ones I can think of is Little Mix Ollie Mars. well One Direction One were the X Factor
0: they came no. third or something though.
1: yeah but then they probably went on to be the most successful Will oh, yeah. Young I guess did okay didn't he for he a week? he got wee an Ivor songwriting award ah, yeah. he really ah. is he yeah, wasn't well, the <laughs> thing really
2: is, bad. is as bad as this sounds like the ones from the beginning they were no my cup of tea but at least they had a relative level of talent whereas Anne McLeod came about she could sing though
0: she might not have been very like interesting character yeah. wise But she had a cracking voice on it Stacey Stacey She was writing Steve-O For Jackass for a while
3: Really? I swear down She her. could eat an apple through a letterbox <laughs> <and> She could <laughs> yeah. um, So what we say On TV talent contest no, I'm Is said some no I'll go no
0: For generalising We'll say no um, um, We've got the next one For our very own, For our good pal Mitch here uh, Jerry Cinnamon Now I talked about this The other week yeah. I was never a big fan and then I watched this set if transmit and it looked fucking brilliant and then I listened to his album and I wasn't super keen on So he's one of these guys that I'd like to see him live because the atmosphere looks banging but his album is but He didn't like, quite translate the energy on the record.
1: Yeah, exactly. I it? thought
3: he was just... Yeah, I watched maybe about 10 or 50 minutes it just seemed like he's a busker that's kind of... He's got a couple of tracks or lyrics that your average person in Glasgow can relate to so then they all of a sudden pump him up to... He, he's what
1: I call the classic guitar player with five chords, but uses a capo. So mm-hmm. all he needs to do is put a capo on second fret and play a G-shape, but he's playing an A now. And mm-hmm. that's how he just... He plays the same fucking five oh, chords. Oh right, no,
0: the songs are of So I, I can see I quite enjoy them live, but his album didn't last long on my spot. No, I think
3: I think he'd probably be all right at a festival if you're steaming and then you want to have a sing-along, but in terms of actual music... I, I wouldn't be someone that I'd listen to generally We've just been emailed in A words with dots Alright I'll
1: pick <laughs> that up then uh, we'll So what we're saying I'm, I'm saying a for for no, Jerry, I'm going to no. Right now Actually our very old Mitch here Has also commented on something about last week Underneath this where he says he does have a man bag And he's had one for the past five years Mitch discuss
3: It's um <laughs> I had one, was it, maybe it's six years, 2012, because I went through a stage when I wasn't built like a Shetland pony and had, I could wear skinny jeans. Right. So, but because I was wearing skinny jeans, I couldn't fit anything in my pocket. <laughs> so that's where, that's where the the man bag came from. I just and, uh, I appreciate the honesty as i built like a Shetland pony. Yeah, possibly right? my favourite description yeah, i yeah, 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 Now I am, so I... Another reason for me doing it is I wear, um, tend to wear fat man pants, like chinos, like yeah. baggy things, and as well, if I'm in, tend to spend my weekends in nightclubs where it's really, really hot, yeah. so I don't like to wear anything that's tight-fitting, yeah. so generally there's no zip-ups in the pockets or anything, yeah. so that'll be the reason for carrying a little bag. I, I think they look extremely functional, mate, I won't lie
0: to you, my yeah. old man swears by his. <laughs> Like yeah, absolutely loves it. I just don't. I've got the
3: confidence now. Now now I'm engaged as well. I've kind. I don't need to impress anyone. I've kind of. I feel you've done all that. (laughs) Yeah yeah. Done all that. Yeah. So this is who I am now. Yeah. It's gonna have to deal with me. But yeah, that's I. I don't really see the point in having the little tiny ones. But my one can fit quite. It's like Mary Poppins bag. Quite a I get one of get no. the Joe Rogan
0: fanny packs. Yeah. Like the fanny packs, I'd definitely rock one of them, now.
1: No, that's fair enough. I think that was a perfectly reasonable explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel I like Mike Dots has changed in with more broad north since he went on holiday than he does when he's usually here. I know, I know. What, what was man? he saying for uh, this week, then? He has got his way. Well, we'll go over that. So, man bags, what are we all saying?
2: As a woman who inevitably has to carry all of your shit when you can't carry it in your pockets, fucking love a man bag. I would really enjoy it if you had a man bag. Because I wouldn't have to carry all of your stuff and all of my stuff. By
0: like all my stuff, you I mean my wallet and my keys.
2: Yeah, but then it's constantly everywhere we go, can I go, can I get this out of your bag, can I get this out bag, can I put your photo bag now? It's, it's non stop.
0: You're, you. you're on a bike, one sit in the bedroom. <laughs>
2: Just have so a man you're
0: bag. She's so gonna say bra.
2: Bra. Man bags are bra. You can count for the fact
1: I'm gonna have one next week in the room. Yeah. Buy one. Mikey. Do- Mikey Dots is in here, he says aeroplane food. So again, holiday related bra andz from Mike.
2: Well you don't have much of a choice when you're on a plane, you just gotta eat what's there. It's fine.
1: I think the problem with aeroplane food is that You get tricked So when you're up at those high altitudes You're not able to taste the same way As you can down on the ground So no matter how good the food is It tends to taste Quite bland Yeah Yeah Yeah, the over over season
0: stuff I think Just to make it Taste of something See I've never really been on many long flights So the only aeroplane food I get Is get charged six quid For a small pack of Pringles (laughs) And another four quid For a half a can of juice Or once I got this really nasty Like stout lager which tasted like piss. Uh. So I just tend to not bother and just eat plenty in the airport. I will give you the, the scientific
1: explanation. All right? Right. The dry air of the flight cabin tends to suppress your se- sense of smell, um, which is obviously an important factor in taste. So low air pressure and background noises further impact the way we taste by repressing by repressing the ability to taste sweet and salty foods. So as I said, up at the higher pressures it messes with your sense
3: of smell, therefore mm-hmm. things taste, tend to taste a bit bland and unappetising oh well
0: there
3: you go I got food poisoning on a flight when I was ten going over to Orlando and we landed and it was a chicken pesto baguette that I had so we landed I was sitting in the middle of the back of the car with my two little brothers either side couldn't hold it in and just spewed everywhere oh, oh, obviously Florida's about I think at that time it was about 80% humidity oh, so either. it's all the spews in between all the belt buckles and the, and the smell for two weeks oh, having to go to theme parks in that car was oh, foul it like you must have been popular yeah my, my dad tried to leave me behind a couple of times in theme parks <laughs> <laughs> can I give a shout out to your brother Gav as well yep Gav hi oh, Gav. Hello, He's um he's been tatty Rogan in the past couple of weeks. Has he? Yeah, I've not seen him in ages. Yeah, first round of applause for doing his first couple of days' work this year. I've done. Well done, Well done, I've been well yeah, So well
1: dressed. Yeah, he's some good banter with your bro. When he used to do shifts for time and that man, he's good. He's yeah, good, he's laugh, a good, man. Good.
0: good laugh, man, good laugh. So, what so, so we say, Aeroplane food. That what are we getting up? We're gonna get a
1: broad. Can, can you
2: have an in between? Because it's just fine. You
0: can't. I'll say
1: Brock, because I'll pretty much yeah. eat anything. Yeah. If I'm yeah, hungry, you put it I'm in front of
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. I'll just take
1: care of that. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> um, That's a bit harsh, but he did clear up the cashless airport situation did, from yeah. last episode. Well, i read
0: it out here. Yeah. Newark Airport has slash had a terminal that doesn't accept cash, cards oh. or mobile payment only, which presents a problem. That's what we thought it probably would have uh, been. That exactly would pretty much on there. Uh, let's have a look here. we got... Ran a marathon, ran a sweepy prize. Hey, I've told you, I get paid next week. You will get your prize. Simmer. See that five pound blend
1: voucher that I won at the night out. I was going to put that into the prize till Rana won it because obviously it was Rana I won the prize from originally, so I couldn't like give it back. Gift to it back to her, and that's and <laughs> So we need to find something else to put in there. Yeah, we'll, but we'll do it. another competition. When
0: we'll <laughs> the next World Cup rolls around. Uh, one more here from our good pal Stosh the Tour de France I I'll, I'll read this follow-up comment just thrown it out because I love it as a sporting event and a spectacle I know cycling doesn't have the best reputation <laughs> as a sport but you have to respect them. over 3000 kilometres or 2000 miles for Mike in three weeks and not even trying to avoid the hills
3: I can't get a fuck about cycling man Like I think if you're going to do it let them take Fucking drugs Because that is The only way That you're gonna keep As dangerous as it is With the drugs It's just as dangerous Without them Because they're running On empty If at least with If they're taking EPO And shit like that Then at least They're getting enough oxygen To their body Without dying Like I think if, If they're taking stuff Like That's Giving them the same effects as like cocaine or whatever—that's obviously not great. But if they're just pumping themselves with new red blood cells, then I think they should let them do it. And was it not
0: something when, when they when all when they all done all the respective testing? Was there no? They had to go back to something like fifteenth place to find someone mm-hmm. who was clean.
3: Imagine you know what I mean. It
0: was like it was right. I remember Lance Armstrong went on Joe Rogan. It um, was a good. episode That was a really good episode, right? And it was like. He wasn't trying to excuse what he'd done. He was that it was rife within the sport. Like no. if you wanted to get any sort of edge on the sport, you mm. had to be doping. And to be fair, it's a fucking bike race. Right,
2: but would you not want? Mate, so when you watch the Olympics, I do kind of want to watch Barry from Norwich do the hundred meter long sound to someone like Usain Bolt because it would be amazing to watch like a regular person do it. No. I want to watch every sport where people are doping. Oh, yeah. I want to see them just go fucking mental. Yeah, I
0: want to see American football players on a pitch that's 200 yards long because they're steroid out their eyeballs and Mm -hmm. we're watching these... I want to see them learn how to fucking tackle first before we start pumping them full
1: of drugs, man. Christ, what kind of damage are they going to be doing then?
0: It's the same. I'd love to see... Like UFC fighters on full-on gear. Yeah, well, did I know they a lot other, for, but, but they were for years. That was the at,
3: thing. Look ah, at now these um, optimum
0: athletes. These are only just bruisers. Look at feet.
3: Vitor Belfort when they, before mm. they put in the put in the test, and he looked like an action hero, yeah. but and he does now as well. Because yeah, he yeah, he's off. back on. Is he fighting in Brazil or something? Ah he's done uh, yeah. oh,
0: it. Is it no? It's no Strikeforce or Bellator, but Bellator like yeah, fuck, take him, you a
3: fuck. Is it Invicta or something?
0: Ah, like possibly. He's yeah, and he looks like some people just need it obviously and like, yeah. I just fuck it this guy beforehand was a little bit saff looking and he put on the TRT and he was just like a god we've been carved out of marble
2: I'm hmm. not even I meaning like combat things because I didn't even watch any of that shit I want, like American football but that's the level of watching people hit each other that I care about mm-hmm. I mean genuine like running like any form of athletics I want to see them do the fucking discus but it was just <laughs> on sort of, as much like I just want to see how we'll far just get they go, in here.
0: Atlanta and Dundee, yeah. <laughs>
2: like that's the type of stuff I want to watch with people
0: on. Hammer throw, yeah. Mm. yeah. I think
2: it'd or be amazing. Long
1: jump. What about getting them all doped up and things like snooker and golf and darts <laughs> instead? <laughs> just I mean, it's just like a four hundred foot table. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, the terror puts his dart right through the board, through the wall. Fucking <laughs> three folk have died. <laughs> like,
0: or balls. Imagine balls. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Just watch old Terry Philonker. He absolutely <laughs> smashed a 400-yard <400 laughs> roll. What well, we say? The of the France then? Oh, no. Saying, I'm saying no, man.
2: I, my... Dad and some of our relatives went and watched it and they said it was absolutely fucking mm. brilliant when you were there Like, couldn't you sit and watch it on TV? No. And also I get stressed that are about to fall over Because their feet are <laughs> clipped in and it makes me really uncomfortable yeah. But I can imagine actually being in the atmosphere and everything Plus you get a load of free shit thrown at you beforehand I so. genuinely just just Bro, why not? Do your thing
3: I think, I think no, but if it'd be bra if they let them just bash on with gear and whatever
1: Two nose. And I'm going to throw in a bra because I think it's one of the most... Incredible feats of endurance is completing these cycling races. I mean, look at what these guys put their bodies through. They are, they, they are are it's it's insane, it's, it's man. There's nothing,
0: right? nothing to, to take away that these it's people are super athletes, but I just I don't. It's not exciting. Man. Yeah, it, has it, really has it has to, has to be has honest. It. Yeah. I want to watch them, I want it to be exciting. Yeah, I'm just going to say, bra. They
2: have a tour right.
0: to Yorkshire now. I will Tour to the Yorkshire.
1: <laughs> last year they were starting in places like. Newcastle and then like Aye. through Durham and all that shit and then over into France. But there is one more that we missed. You should make them cycle over the water. Oh that my God,
2: yeah. Get them <laughs> high as <laughs> fuck and make them cycle over water. Aye.
1: Yes. Uh, there was one bra we missed which is from Bobby Parker. My mate, Bobby Parker. Bobby. It, Bobby. Uh, it just says, Slice haggis, we runny, egg on a roll. So a haggis and egg, egg roll, bra. Ah, well, well, i right. We said there's
0: bro. not much you can put on a roll that isn't a bra, so... Yeah. Bobby, aye, your sound. Just clear that up. <laughs> well, on that note, this is we actually touched on a bit of sports. Will we just jump straight into sports? What's
2: the, the goalie doing? What's the goalie doing? What's the goalie doing?
3: What's the goalie doing? What's doing?
1: Yeah, cool. Well, um, in sports this week,
0: uh, Rangers have progressed to the next stage after drawing 0-0 with FC Neathshire. Cool. So have Hibs. So, I have smashed. I know. I'm it's actually. Like a Kraken, uh,
3: game. was a cracking game. It was 6 0, he won. It was 6 1, I think. But I think we'll probably just struggle because John McGinn and Dylan McGeoch are away. But. Dylan McGeoch away? He's away to Blackburn. I think it's Blackburn. Who's and the then game McGinn's going to Celtic by the looks of things. Well they've knocked back. Was it Celtic bid one and a half million and for them? And then him. two. There's two went And then I think. As a Hibs fan I think he's what If Stuart Armstrong's Worth seven Then I think John McGinn's Worth four i have got the money I know But I think he's Out of contract Next year or so We're we'll to get Something for him I know we Might as well just Bite your hands off For what? it Because otherwise We're going to end up With hee haw well, I'm just uh, really happy that Ken All that talking Of
0: tackling players That Stephen Gerrard's Been doing Has really paid off And they've got uh, a 2-0 victory over two legs against Scoopy of the fucker Scoopy from? Macedonia.
2: So how has Stevie Gerrard been doing since taking over?
0: Well he's not been beaten in his two games. A 2-0 at home to a Macedonian side and a 0-0 draw away to a Macedonian side so
3: cool.
0: I'm pretty scared.
3: I've got a couple of mates that were at who are um, they support the Rangers, and they um, <laughs> the Rangers. they were at the Bury game, and they were saying that they actually looked a lot more exciting to watch than they have mm. done previously. But I suppose that's to be expected. I think they definitely will be better, but I just don't know if they'll close the gap at all. I
0: just I, I'm intrigued to see it. I just I thought what was interesting, what was quite telling, is how many players they've signed on loan again. Do you know what I mean that's their, something like their fourth recruitment drive in two years, and they've only signed two players? Because they're skint. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I've always wondered what how, what they said to Stevie Gerrard to get him through the door because it shouldn't it surely wasn't a We'll give you loads of transfer money.
3: No. I think what attracted Flanagan was the amount of domestic abuse that happens <laughs> in uh, Glasgow at old fun weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I can fit right in. <laughs> Fair point really
1: is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't endorse like that. No, <laughs> I uh, don't endorse it. But. I'm at the World Cup final as well, because obviously Rana won the, yes, the sweet steaks. Well
0: done, we'll put a wee fanfare
1: in for you. Ne- never a penalty. No, I didn't think it was a penalty. And the free kick for the first goal
0: wasn't a free kick either. I thought, Griezmann's a diving wee fuck. I honestly. thought it was... The reason he gave it is because I could have seen it go either way. I mean, it didn't look like it was intentional, but at the same time, his hand came down pretty quickly when that ball was going that direction. Watch, watching it in slow
3: motion makes it look so... I don't even know if... It's difficult, because I don't know with VAR, should they get to watch it in slow motion, or should they just get to replay it in real time? Because the, it, it makes it... Like, tackles look so much worse in slow motion, generally. Yeah, I think they should show them in... Sort of
1: a slow motion and in real time, but look—it's the thing with a technology like that. It's not goal line technology, which is unanimous, decisive. Yeah, you know the ball is either over the line or it isn't, and you get a thing on your watch. You've got the technology, but it still comes down to one person's interpretation of what it is that they've seen. Mm -hmm. So you all might look at that incident and go, "That's not a penalty," whereas I might look at it and go, "I think it's a penalty," and here's my reason why. That's
0: why I thought they had to give it because there was reasonable doubt either way. Yeah, but I it needs to, to be clear beyond all doubt. But actually, the way it looked to be. his hand wasn't in an unnatural position, and when that ball was hit off clear, his hand came down quite fast. For being up here, it was all of a sudden down at his leg. Yeah. I felt sick for Better what team didn't
1: win on the day for me. If you look at the stats of the match as well.
0: See, I thought, man, it's say better team but at the same time France took their chances.
1: Yeah, and I don't know, was Subicic injured? Because he never really made much of an attempt for the A lot third of the goal, yeah, goals, yeah, it
3: seemed like he didn't fully extend his arms for a lot of them. I mm. thought Mbappe wasn't sensational sensational? I mean he either. was
1: anything special No, in the final.
0: Day, I mean, like I said, I don't care if he was marked really well, but because he's been sensational the rest of the tournament. I, mm-hmm. um, I just feel sorry for Modric and Rakitic because right. they're probably not going to be. No, play. Modric is already dealing with the AIDS, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> I said this before, man, the boy does not look well. What? Oh.
2: I have no idea who you're talking about, but that sounds harsh as fuck.
3: Have you ever seen a picture of Luka Modric? I don't care. He's like a Gail Platt on Smack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how pissed was, sorry, this is nothing relating to the football, but how pissed was a Croatian person who yeah, was the doing the hugging at the, the end. President. Aye. The Aye. When only Putin had an umbrella. She oh, was her tits. <laughs> I she was she
1: him. was absolutely smart He'd probably it, been yeah. hanging about with Maradona at half time in the bakery. Look
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, he's just a wee bit skinny. I
1: don't think he looks like he's got the the hiv. <laughs> So The
0: hiv
1: <laughs> yeah. But no, got in for Croatia. Let's got, be I, I genuinely wanted Croatia. Run. I like both
0: teams. I want Croatia to win, but you see, France just had the, the, the their class they
1: Paul fair made a statement as well Didn't he Think about all the fucking shit He was getting from the media Back Christmas time Into January, February He was getting dropped for games by Mourinho
3: That he just know, that him a big two fingers his, That 30 seconds that he had in the final Where he did that sidewinder volley Oh the, the pass I know Yeah I had a moment when he I seen And it then moment. he scored shortly after it
0: Didn't he that yeah. led to the goal They were showing the, the highlights It was It uh, was was it Pavard's goal against Argentina? that outside of the boot, and they just glide it, and I could watch that reverse angle all fucking day.
1: Was that the goal of the tournament for you?
0: Uh, <sighs> for me it was. I think so. Just raw uh, technique. Yeah, just just beautiful. The way he struck it was just fucking... Either that or, um, was it De Bruyne's goal against... He scored against Brazil. Brazil, that one Na- against
3: Brazil. Goal as well. The right back for Spain was it against Portugal?
0: It was similar. Yeah, it?
3: that was good. And then the Ronaldo. And see, that's
0: what I said. This was in terms of goal scored, games played. Like, I think this is the best World Cup I can remember since '98. Like, it uh, just was. There wasn't many shite games, and the, the games that were shite, you knew they were going to be shite? The shite games were right
1: at the start of the tournament, because I, I actually tweeted out, you can find it on my feed, where I said pretty early on about four or five days into the tournament, I was like, so far a lot of these games have been pretty shite, you know, there was a lot of sort of scrappy 1-0 wins, a lot of last minute goals mm-hmm. and that, but as it went on it was...
0: Sensational. It was absolutely brilliant. What did I, you think, Chuff? Well,
2: over. Oh my god, it lasted for six or seven years. <laughs> and it, like, is it four and a half years? I've got because it's not till December, I think. Is the one of It's
1: getting moved to December. Yeah, yeah I think the finale
2: is December 18th or something that. Are they like going to stop the
1: Premiership? Or? They'll have to. Yeah, so all the, all the world football domestic calendars will need to get rejigged to accommodate this shallow little rocket. All I
2: know, it said a tweet and it said this is it and how it's going to affect future football for years to come. Yeah, it's going oh, to have a God. massive
1: knock on so impact, well. because...
2: Why is it in Qatar? Like, considering There's all the people money. That money died, money, died yeah. and you know all the other <laughs> shit, like...
1: There's 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 three, three three three. <sighs> Can I just throw you a couple of things, just to wrap up the World Cup chat, yes. just because I was thinking about this before I came down today. A couple of interesting stats for you. Winning goals in the 90th minute or later at this World Cup, there were nine total. The most pre- uh, prior to that was in Brazil with four. Wow. So it just goes to show you, there was a huge amount of last-minute winners. There was nine games in total that were decided by a last-minute goal. Also, my favourite goal of the tournament was Belgium's last-minute winner against Japan. Oh, look at yes, that was beast. That was beast. Um, the other one I wanted to just bring up for you was the percentage of set-piece goals at this World Cup, which was 43% goals scored really? from set-pieces, okay, yeah. which is uh, 5% higher than the previous record, which was back in 1994. So, what does
2: set piece
1: mean? Corner, free kick.
2: Penalty. Do you think know
1: that has anything to do with VAR? Yes, I would say so. Possibly, because there was a huge amount of penalties yeah. earlier in the tournament as well. That did seem mm. to calm down as the tournament went oh, on. Fuck
2: yeah. Oh, fuck off, you look at my football
1: knowledge there. Oh. No, you've ruined it. You've ruined it now. Yes. But yeah, that, that was that. But for me, it was probably the most exciting
2: World
0: Cup for a long time. Like oh. a long time. And I think I was quite a fan of VAR because. It wasn't even just much the penalties given, but it was the was not given. Yeah. Like Neymar, his dive yeah. against who was it? You alright then? Guys, show me
2: with the Neymar challenge. <laughs>
1: Neymar's challenge Against everybody Fucking What was it 40 minutes he'd spent On the deck Up oh. until then? No you know not see a little
2: kids Or oh. generally Really groups of people They'll be running Along a picture Or something like it And someone will shout Neymar And they all just Go down Yeah Ryan. I saw
3: that On FaceTime He's bit, not good For football no. I, I do not like him But so he brings deep. He just Brings so much Bad publicity As As talented as he is He's the
0: exact type of player. No, he's, he's not
3: going to be considered one of the greats until
0: he cuts that shit out. No.
2: But the thing is is like having I don't I didn't watch the World Cup. I as you put a picture on your Facebook, I couldn't have ignored it more if I tried. But the few bits I did watch, I and to be fair, I don't know if it's from watching American football, I don't know if it's from watching rugby. Sports where when they get hit, they just get back up and don't cry. Mm. Like all of the players are pathetic. Yeah. They get a tiny little kick on the foot or a little nudge on the leg or whatever yeah. and they go down acting like the leg's broken but can run two seconds later. Like I genuinely think all footballers are really pathetic.
1: But that's what it takes sometimes to get an advantage. And but that, that's,
2: I can't imagine it's, with it, so, yeah. I'm it's so, saying, but so ridiculous. I like, know why they do it. I don't get why people would I think it's watch well, like mm-hmm.
0: watching the Scottish game and then watching a more European, South American group of players, mm-hmm. it is incredibly frustrating because mm-hmm. 90% of the challenge you see given against like a Spanish team, if they tried to pull that shit in the SPL, they would get fucking laughed off the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it is. It was, I thought there was a lot of it. There was quite a lot of it this year. I think especially with VAR being so... It's going to take a while for it to get out of the game, especially now that if they are going to start using VAR and rolling it out everywhere. I'd but it's like still
2: see it. gave people like penalties, free kicks or whatever a few times I watched it where they shouldn't have done because it was clear the person was just acting up and even with VAR they still gave them the ability to There's get the... There's
0: a them difference them. between a foul which is still a foul and the player hammering up the foul to try and get the other player sent off. So a lot of the time
2: it is
0: Pathetic Grow up That's the bottom line
2: huh? no, I can, couldn't I agree
0: Honestly I
1: couldn't agree More with you It's just It's frustrating But it's what they do Because it's how they gain an advantage And any advantage you can get To help you win you, You're going to do it so do a Danny
2: Dyer
1: twat in a minute just right. to get my point across Danny Dyer was my hero oh, when we did that video twat I, I was <laughs> laughing so much listening back to the episode we did there uh, with with Smithy and Mary
0: yeah honestly oh, she was uh, getting his uh, Green Street impressions oh my god I was
1: fucking ending myself when I was editing it oh
0: mate you're a good guy hi Smithy love you listening <laughs> Yeah, only idea to a chuff and only listen to the episodes that he's on. I don't even
2: listen to those.
1: You stand
0: your ground and fight I watched the end of it. I was watch I actually watched the end of it earlier when I was waiting for me to like, get him to the workman. I was just like this is fucking <laughs> terrible. It was when they're all about to have the giant fight at the end and there's some weird little acoustic song playing over the top of it. I'm like, ah what is the message they're trying to get across here? <laughs> I was just laughing at my head. She's like, Steve, why have you got me watching this as get in a guy getting a blowy after like forty <laughs> seconds of that <laughs> classic. classic. Oh. Right, yeah. we're wrapping up sports. Yeah, um, we'll wrap up sports. That was a lovely chat. Right, we have taken <laughs> on board that people do not want to talk sports. So we will we'll do an episode at some point with zero sports. And it'll be getting cut down over the next couple of weeks anyway, because yeah.
1: no
3: football on. Yeah, we're wrapping up,
0: are we are wrap it up for you. Well the football starts again. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: The How long point? is it? Like two, two, three weeks it's until it is the fourth of starts. August.
2: Is that it? That's
3: when the FBL starts. Couple weeks. Oh, yet. one one sports thing that I'm excited about is Brock Lesnar fighting Daniel Cormier. Oh, Cormier will tie him up into knots. I hope he does. Hopefully, yeah. I fucking I hope that, hope he does. That shit wore me up when he walked in. I know. He's it's like they're turning. He was trying to turn the UFC like Conor McGregor's already started started, but it, UFC shouldn't be.
0: Like I mean, you, can, you can believe what McGregor does like you can tell that's his shtick that's his bravado that's who he is as a person whereas Lesnar's never been allowed a microphone in WWE because he spooks like someone who's had a stroke which <laughs> is why he always had Paul Heyman doing his promos. because
3: his shoulders
0: are in the way of his vocal cords
3: he's <laughs> an absolute monster you can a see monster.
0: as well actually Brendan Schaub and Dana White having I a saw weird that, spat yeah. um, something to do with Brendan Schaub said something about a fighter hmm. that was misconstrued Dana White Piped up Brendan Shaw's like Right okay Take it easy And then Brendan right, Dana White went back at him So Brendan Shaw's like Okay Let me just have a look at you here And then he turns out The Eskimo brothers as well
1: Yeah and then Dana White's dissing He's like you know, Don't listen to this Fucking idiot He's 6 and 4 In the UFC And all And then I kind of Sit and think to myself But Brendan Shaw Does a huge amount to draw people into the world of UFC through all his podcasting and his stuff on Showtime and mm-hmm. obviously like, fighting the kid and all that kind of stuff. And six and four
3: heavyweight in the UFC isn't bad. Exactly right. With, uh, in terms big of Brown, of, baby. Well, yeah, shout out
1: to big brown. big brown.
3: But with no real, like, he was an American football player, What not he? He didn't have a massive yeah, yeah. fighting
0: background. He's just an athlete. Big boy. Fucking love brown. Wears those so skinny jeans well for a big boy,
1: oh. don't he? Boys wish I could pull that off. I wish I could that off. one of the best podcasts out there. Yeah, he's the man. But yeah, it'd be funny if he got hold of Dana White and just fucking choked
0: him out in two Dana seconds. pitch like and pay man. a lot of money to see that. And <laughs> that right, we we we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with the usual. That's a new favourite thing to people. What have you watching and listening to this week? What have you been watching and listening to this week? <laughs> Boom. Beautiful. Oh, it's great. Andy Mack's the master of the intro. So don't take my singing for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll kick things off then. Eh? <laughs> Um, I started listening to, it just popped up on my Facebook a few days ago, a guy called Patrick Topping. Um, a couple of videos popped up on my Facebook, it was just some
3: electronic, I've seen a couple of videos of my live gigs and it just looks fucking drunken. I think he plays, I've not really listened to much of his stuff, but I think he's kind of started off doing some like smaller gigs and then just exploded over the past mm. few years but I've I've never actually seen him play but I have heard his name um name banded about before but I think he does a lot of stuff like Radio 1 The live videos look pretty good I'm
0: I, I had them when I was cleaning the house the other day and had a wee jigging in my, ba- my kitchen do well, not, not, not a hill heap no this is the last name
2: off, anything interesting? Um I've not been listening to anything new or watching anything new, but I'm replaying Rise of the Tomb Raider. Ready for Shadow Tomb Raider coming out in September. So I'm more gaming right now. I'm
1: terrible I was up at Murray Gaines the other night and he was playing that, he was just finishing off as well.
2: Looked oh is he? Yeah, 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 the new one's coming out and it's uh, set uh, all Mayan apocalypse and it looks really good. Yeah. Um so I'm just kind of like killing a bit of time before it comes out so I'm not buying another game. Yeah. Just to Spend a couple of weeks on it Or like a month and a half on it And then Something else comes out It's games are okay.
1: expensive these days And they didn't fucking last as long anymore
2: No They didn't But uh, I, When I played it originally To like 100% it Because I'm one of them people um, It took a fair bit of time So I'm just replaying just the story just now And then Be ready for that So that's about all I'm doing really
1: Cool mm, Nice mm. I got loads ah. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, <then> I you <laughs> Right, so where are we going to start? First of all, I sat down the other night with uh, Murray and his sister and I watched an episode of The In Between Us. That was the third time I tried to watch an episode. Didn't as much as crack a smile or laugh once. Really? Didn't think it was even
0: mildly amusing. See the, what a waste the episode of fucking where time the boy life. punches the fish to death on the boat
2: no, fucking Park Fucking Thorpe Park Killed
3: The me. one
0: I was watching was
1: uh, Some like Lassie one of them was trying to get with And she had another mate That they put with a really geeky guy Because apparently she like Gave blowies and that <laughs> And like they went to some party Some of these 18th parties Dude, I didn't even laugh once It was fucking terrible I don't understand why everybody hates <laughs> it so funny oh,
2: It's a type of humour I hate as well Which is just Be as embarrassing as is Physically, yeah. as, as physically possible And so that's funny somehow With
3: that I'd Peep Show was like that But I really liked Peep Show Whereas in between us I didn't find Peepshow. Yeah. funny Peep Show was clever though I, yeah, I, I never yeah, liked Peep Show it was a very like unpopular it. opinion But I could never get into Peep Show It wasn't
2: I, it really my cup of to either Because it's the same as sort of embarrassing
3: thing It just made you realise how shit some people's lives were <laughs> and How shit and boring they were But a lot of the They did have some quite clever quips in it Which I, I liked but and the same with you, Andy I didn't really get into The hours. I watched the movies I thought I they were Kind of yeah, I think of the first funny. one It's fine But, yeah The series I couldn't get into either Yeah, I just I just I couldn't
1: even As much as raise a smile People who know me Know that That's not really unusual for me um, okay. So that's fair enough A couple of albums for you uh, Got Lunar Sea's Latest album Dirt Brain Lunar Sea was a uh, uh, he's a rapper from Bradford Who exploded on the battle rap scene Back mm. in sort of about 2011-12 I thing called Don't Flop oh, Don't You know Dave Lynch Dave's always into yeah. it He got me into Don't Flop actually uh, So I was listening to his album It's pretty good But it's one of these where The guy's just the best battle rapper in the UK But like with Jerry simmon It doesn't translate to a record with, with beats mm-hmm. For me yeah. anyway. um, Even though the beats and that Some of them were, were really good I've got Children of the Zeus, uh, their latest album, which is called Travel Light. They're a Manchester duo, uh, like soul singer and producer. That's what I keep thinking in the group chat the uh, other day. yeah, yeah. Do check that out. Couple of podcasts. Uh, those Conspiracy Guys podcasts, which is pretty good. So they look at like conspiracy stuff and famous serial killers and all this kind of stuff. But it's a total piss to an extent. So they're actually just having a laugh, but it's quite serious sort of stuff as well. It's interesting, it's a nice blend. I do like a the conspiracy theory podcast from time to time. Uh, obviously, another podcast, Pod Squad, who I think are a couple of Irish guys, I think they're on my list, um, and I've got the Minutia Men, they also left us a review oh, on really? iTunes, Oh
0: wow!
1: a wee five star review and that, so uh, I did the really same lovely. back from my personal account, I just wanted to give them a shout out, because I listened to a couple of their episodes today, they, they just hit 100 episodes as well.
0: Oh nice, what does it they
1: talk about? All sorts of stuff, sort of news stuff, funny stories in the news, just all sorts of oh, bits amazing. and bobs. I
0: have
1: um, and apart from that, I've just been collating some beats that sent my boy Hus Kingpin, um and just getting other bits and bobs ready in terms of mixing and that for some stuff from my major project next year. And looking for stories on the internet in case you're needing one for the end of the show today. So I've got a selection of three for you to choose from. Fuck,
3: okay, well, I will finish as Mitch, you listening to anything interesting, my um, man. A band called the London Funk All Stars. So they were around in the I think it was like mid to late nineties. I got into them because they were um, They kind of tied in with the another band that I really like, Red Snapper. I mean, fun, no yeah, to so um, London Funk All Stars. I think it was their first album it was really really good. It's kind of loads of. Um, they play as a live band as well Kind of similar to Red Snapper And then I've also been Listening to um, Some Textasy which is a guy that we've released On Craigie Knows So mm. he's um, he's been putting out A couple of records and mixes So it's like really Really quick, aggressive um, Electro music from From Texas And I've also been Binge watching, have you seen Hot Ones? On YouTube. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I
2: actually really want you guys to do that for because um, 'cause I've seen a couple of podcasts do a version of it. Yeah. Um, Je- the Jenna Marbles and Julian Solomita one do a version of it, but it's mild ones. Um, so it's basically
3: It's really, really funny. Like it's it's they get ten ten hot wings and ten different um hot sauces and they start off with the mildest and work their way up and by the end of it it's like fucking Ghost Pepper and Carolina Reaper mm-hmm. and it's just complete
2: Terry Crews like, looked like he was hallucinating Yeah, I, mean, but I would the,
3: really want you guys to do it I the think Joey really Coco Diaz is really really <laughs> oh really fun. yeah he's like one I of my favourite he's <laughs> one of my favourite comedians Joey Diaz is amazing and um, his one is t- he looks like he's about to die well he's always had a thing that wings
1: should always be served with blue cheese blue sauce cheese like sauce. fuck your ranch so he actually turns up with his own bottle of
0: blue John cheese <laughs> for the wings and that as well is that blue cheese G, so see if you ever need a pick me up just every now and every day go on to Joey Diaz's twitter yeah and like is that, who was it uh, it's Tuesday, mm-hmm. you're showing up with a big dick and shiny shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Julie Diaz. Yeah, you'll just be ripping on a bong or some pipe. Uh, and
1: like, What's up, cocksuckers? <laughs> and smoking away. You're just like, he's the man. He's Such a, such a G
0: man. So. Fuck it. I came up with a concept for some stuff for our YouTube channel that we're going to try and look into. So maybe include something like that. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes tuned for the Monkey Sword Fight Ultimate Athlete mm-hmm.
1: Series. I really like the idea of doing a Hot Ones kind of episode as well. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. Fuck okay. I'm Tremendous. up for that. Tremendous. There's been some good ideas the last few shows. Hot Ones, Kebab Taxis. Oh. Kebab Taxis. <laughs> kebab Taxis is fucking, honestly, absolutely.
2: Kebab taxes. Taxis. <laughs> so, <laughs> Murray, okay.
1: M- Murray was on and he had this suggestion where what, what you should do, and he, t- he was going to try it, is you go to the kebab shop and you stagger out the dance and that, get your kebab and that. But then I'll pay them the delivery charge to deliver your kebab up to
3: the house for you in the car with them. That's yeah. Makes sense. That that? Makes That's fucking genius, sense. man. A girl at my work did that on the way back from Rewind. They went into Zabolog on the, um, oh, yeah. the bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they went in and um, they couldn't get a taxi for love nor money, so they went. We'll give you like an extra tenner on top of our curry order if you deliver us with it, and the guy did it.
2: I mean
3: you'd be tenor. mad to say no to it It's a tenner Exactly yeah it Makes sense I think
0: that's a great idea For kebab yeah. shops Yeah I'm going to get the pop money, and listeners are going to fucking take that And run You want a cut Or at least a sponsorship deal <laughs> We'll, we'll <laughs> shout see. you out For free kebab
1: I And chips see. And see. Anybody, <laughs> I'll <anybody>, shout <laughs> anything
0: out for that Any budding businesses out there We're a podcast in Perth With a reach of up to One and a half thousand people On a weekly basis Yeah So you know what I mean Get at us We're not against selling our soul For some free kebab meat mm-hmm. do drivers yeah.
1: yeah, true Donner drivers, kebab taxis, yeah, I like it.
0: <laughs> Balala <of> buses. <laughs> <laughs> ah, right. Well, uh, we'll get. what we'll do is we'll wrap up with one of Andy Mack's stories of the week. I'm going to give you a choice, right? right? So you
1: can tell me which one of these three you want. Okay. I've got a story about a YouTuber who has to be saved by firefighters in his kitchen. I've got a story about a Florida man with no arms who gets arrested. And I've got a story about uh, an Australian post delivery driver who really needs the toilet. I oh.
2: Think oh, no. I
0: won't go for the armless man who gets arrested.
1: Honestly, oh, I
2: won't go with the YouTube guy because Florida man always scares me. Because <laughs> the Florida man stories are terrifying.
0: Let's go Florida man. Oh. All right.
1: A 46-year-old homeless man with no arms was arrested in Miami Beach, Florida, for stabbing another man <laughs> <laughs> with a pair of scissors
3: <laughs> <laughs> with
1: his feet. Tell me, it was with his feet. With his feet. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Crenshaw stabbed a 22-year-old Chicago man twice with the scissors before running away, <laughs> according to the, the what's it? The MBPD, Miami Beach Police Department. Oh my god! It's like awfully difficult what to say. What the fuck happened? Um, so Crenshaw is a local fixture known for painting colorful works of art with his feet, um, and he was attacked near a shopping mall and tourist area in South South Beach. Um, the guy attacked him and he ran after him with a pair of scissors and managed to stab the guy with no arms. Which what? I think is impressive running. More impressive. And then than being it. able to Do you know what he did afterwards? He put the scissors away in his belt. <laughs> Just reached up his foot like that, did the trousers, and then away he went.
2: I never want to go to Florida. Like, no part of me wants to go to Florida. No
0: one wants to
3: go to Florida. You want to go to all the things around Florida. Have you seen the video of the woman walking and there's a mountain lion or a jaguar runs past her? Oh. <coughs> yeah, she's walking down. It's basically like the Hermitage. It's like a little path, and this fucking giant, like seventy-five kilo mountain lion. Literally, it's a tiny little um, walkway, and then a swamp either side, and it runs right past her. Yeah, yeah, I
0: wouldn't have. Well, what was that? That was oh, that, that not know that know. long ago. A guy was eaten by one because this emaciated mountain lion jumped his pal. So as his pal's getting eaten, the boys are like, right, "Stay there! I'm going to help." Tries to cycle off, so the cat catches him, murdered him, and then his pal That's ended right. up being alright. That's, right. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he uh,
3: kind of wanted to chase something. So, have, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was fucking like an older one. It was the same, as I wanted to touch
0: on this, I had a few podcasts talking about it. all these people were going on about that woman who shot the giraffe, <coughs> and they were all up in arms about it, but it was all these people, Oh, you're a horrible monster, no, no. Apparently, that giraffe was an old, yeah. old giraffe, and it had already killed 12 young bucks. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they do. When animals, when male animals get older, they kill the younger males, so that they will still be the stronger one. Yeah. Then the woman paid something like $50,000 to hunt that giraffe, that one specific giraffe, which went to the local village, and then that giraffe provided £300 of meat to the local village as well. I read the same up. And then the they made sure that the young bloodlines of giraffes carried on, and this old one didn't.
2: The thing is, is, I get that, but the thing I've got a problem with like exotic animal hunting is for that one person who does that... There's so many other people who do fucked up shit and will kill just a random lion, random this, that, and the next. So I just kind of have no, a problem with no, exotic I hunting, regardless of the reason. That's surely a job for like slightly more someone along the lines of like animal control or but someone that's, from that but area, that's who controls not it, some random women. But
0: that's who controls it because
2: be the case then.
0: But then the the village is getting money that it wouldn't have got before. It is also getting free food.
2: No, and again, the
0: actual bloodlines of the
1: giraffes. But are I just find on. it.
2: I find it queasy, I didn't
1: like it. Here's the thing: regardless of the fact that w- what she had to do was essentially necessary for the young giraffe population, yeah. do you know what the really silly thing was? Sitting there getting your fucking photo taken it's, from you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, if you get your jolly thought by
2: killing it. something, there's something not. I going agree.
0: To with, I, I, do, I do not agree with trophy hunting whatsoever. However, if it is done in line with conservationists, if it is done in line with the law, and you're not just sitting there touching yourself because you've got a photo of a giraffe, which oh, who was it? Oh, somebody called them something funny the other day, and it was like cheetah, donkey, leopards, or something like that. It was fucking hilarious. I thought
3: that the I've, the back story puts it in complete perspective, but it's the glorifying yeah, of yeah, having yeah, a photo exactly, put yeah. it on it, your fucking it, Instagram. It, it didn't, it it didn't
2: need to be that person. It could have been, and it could have been done in a much less. It, wasn't it felt tasteful. like it was done in a way. First yeah, it wasn't tasteful, but it felt like it was done in a way to be like provocative. Is, is any form of releasing a wild game like that? I, I
0: agree with you, it should never be voting. And the problem I have as well is with all the people online who don't actually understand that the people that benefit from this will take that all day. Or if you're going to put the photo, at least put the
1: put explanation there. it. Yeah, exactly, Because yeah. the thing is, is
2: in that instance may have been fine, I still don't agree with it, but may have been fine, but how many instances is it that like there's pictures of Donald Trump's kids like cutting the tails off elephants and shit like that that's not necessary and it just glorifies that and I just think I think it's
0: wrong I think more people need to be educated on what goes on but at the same time I don't think these people need to be setting up their own torture porn
1: I don't want to finish on a downer note for the day so I'm going to share the YouTube story with you I'm so happy right here we go YouTuber saved by firefighters after cementing his own head in microwave (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Basically, uh, this guy, Jay Swingler, uh, and his group of friends mixed seven bags of polyfiller before they poured it around his head, which was protected by a plastic bag inside the appliance. Uh, and then their intention was to use the microwave as a mould. Uh, unfortunately, they fucked it up, and the emergency services spent an hour trying to cut them free, which was quite difficult, because by the time it had set, they were chipping away with like a proper like, hammer and chisel thing at this polyfiller. All around his face And his head His skull Whatever And then they broke a bit off And had enough to get A sort of Straw sort of tube in there So he could breathe in that But it took them About an hour and a half Anyway The guy's got a YouTube channel So I'm quite keen To go and have a look at What other pranks He gets Mm, up to
2: YouTube seems like The weirdest thing Because like For the most part I watch makeup tutorials And food videos And then every so often I watch like That Jenna Marbles once a week Paints herself to look like a chair That's like my ideal content But there's people that I don't I don't understand YouTube.
3: That's why women live longer than men. Yeah, that is exactly <laughs> why things story. like that. So I think it's just clear to the listeners, whatever you do,
1: don't attempt to cement your head into a microwave. Because who would have
2: <laughs> that thought?
1: Who you wants do. views that much? Well, that's the, the, the never-ending battle to get views, isn't it? Against the algorithm of YouTube yeah, now, it's no, so, so, no so difficult. That, you're
0: not just that fanny who put your head in a microwave and filled it with cement.
2: Yeah, but I bet you've got loads of like loyal 10-year-old followers
1: as long as they're clicking and hitting those ads and hitting play who gives a fuck you well, if we right? ever
0: decide that we need more followers then you can stick your head in the microwave mate I'm the one for it <laughs> <laughs> right well I think on that note <laughs> we'll fucking wrap this shit up um, thank you once again Mitch for coming and sitting and talking about whatever the fuck we've talked about tonight Um next we're gone we'll get all the details of when everything's going to kick off down at is it the bank? It's
3: yes the bank the bank I think because it used to be a bank so like oh, ok so still safe in there then usually,
1: maybe yeah because usually with banks that they can't get rid of the safe so heavy doors and that yeah I'll skirt
0: about that'd okay. be a good wee private
3: that'd be good safe as fuck go <laughs> 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 the then then, <laughs>
0: you want to shout out your social media
2: uh, uh, yeah matches. get
3: us on Groovement Perth um, if you want to be friends with us add Guy Groover And if you want to follow the label, it's Craigie Knows. And if you want to be friends with me, then you can add me as well, Mitch Hunter, and you can hear me moaning about stuff. (laughs) That's it. Nice. Like it. Chubb? I don't know mine. Fair enough. I still don't know my
2: Twitter handle. I'd have to go on Twitter and find out, so. That's alright, we'll
0: we'll stick it up at some point, we'll show you.
2: I'm private, so
0: probably, you know, I no point. I mean. um, I'm on Twitter at WagwanPatrice. Oh. Got, You've got what? I was going to say, we've got Mikey Dots as M underscore Dots. Underscore, underscore M M M dots. dots, sorry. Trolling. <laughs> 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 I'm at Macapella. Uh, find us on Podbean, iTunes, Facebook, Monkeysurfick Podcast. We are on Twitter, MSF underscore podcast.
2: You've got an Instagram now as well. We also
0: have an Instagram, which is msf underscore podcast, I believe. Don't know, Mike set it up and then he went on holiday. Ah, yeah, so he fucked off with the details. <laughs> just search Monkey Monkeyswordfight <laughs> on Instagram. Um, email us podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Like, listen and subscribe. And thank you once again for listening.
2: Peace.
0: Everyone else can say bye if they want. Bye. Catch you later. Later. <laughs>